got a face for radio. Hit, 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 hit it. My friends call me the club man. We're going to call you a kid diddler. What the fuck did you just do, buddy? Yeah, next time, don't murder anybody in the yeah. bar. I'd give it a 6 out of 10. I don't want any new friends. They're all human, no tail. Yeah, I want to come on the pod, pod, pod. I've heard about this. <laughs> PJ, you were a professional Santa. Can you eat the cigarette butts? How long is this tapeworm diet going to take? We'll check that <laughs> on instant replay. You're a naughty boy. You're ruining it. How old were you when you guys were drinking a keg of beer? Maybe eight. Hit it. Welcome to episode 41 of the I've Heard of Both Ways podcast, holiday edition. <laughs> I like it. Labor Day is its definitely one of the top non-religious holidays of the calendar. Like Memorial Day and Labor Day are like the two biggest holidays yeah should we play should we play a little holiday little holiday song to get us in the spirit i don't know what you're doing but okay doesn't say what holiday just yeah, roll with it well, so as you can tell from episode driving down the holiday road on our way into Labor Day, from our episode top forty, uh, we are pretty into this whole new chord that allows us to play music yeah, in the background. We're, we're really gonna throw it in your faces <laughs> until we get sued by somebody. But at that point, I guess that's how we know we've made it. Yeah. But also, if we're not getting paid for this, this definitely falls in fair use. I think so. Yeah, we're not making any money. Fair use or free use or whatever you want to call it. Like this is. We're just having fun here. It's all parody law, you know, not a big deal. Um, and we have a team of very professional lawyers. We actually do. I know. That's not a joke. There are like 10 lawyers who listen to this podcast. Shout out to them. Yeah. So Shout out uh, to our law team. Guys might want to brush up on your copyright law. Okay, I'm going to shut that down. Don't touch the board. Keeps, before it keeps fucking playing. <laughs> uh, I can't concentrate. It's funny because I need background noise to, like, concentrate on things, but I... I can't talk and have background noise at the same time. What if we just do like Kazoo Kid remix 10 hours, like really quiet in the background? So jokes on our listeners because we've been listening or you've been forcing me to listen to Kazoo Kid remix for the last like two hours. That's what you get for making me listen to Baby Shark. <laughs> You listen to Baby Shark for a combined like thirty seconds. I've listened to ten minutes of Kazoo the Kid punishment remixes. fits the crime. I don't think it does. And Kazoo Kid is a banger. Does Kazoo Kid? Okay, it's not the Kazoo Kid remix is a banger. Yeah, but that's what original, I. That's what I said. The trap remix. The, the original is weird and creepy. <laughs> it's very bad. At least Baby Shark has a dance to it. Also weird and creepy though. It's uh, uh, equally weird and creepy. That's for sure. No argument here. Um, PJ, do you know the biggest event that happens on Labor Day weekend? Should I pretend to not know, or should I just say, um, pick one and I'll go, I'll roll with it. Va, va, taste of Polonia, which, if you didn't know, is the number one heritage festival in Chicago. Duh. Which is saying a lot because like there are a shitload of heritage festivals, but Taste of Polonia, the Polish heritage festival, is number one. Absolute. Banger! And it is put on by myself and some other people. Yes. 
And I've, I, I don't know, I've gone a handful of times. I don't really know how else to like intro this episode, but we're just going to talk. Yeah, about, we're like, just going to talk about some uh, Taste of Polonia. The adventures. ridiculous shit that happens. Yeah, all of the Taste stuff of that you have to deal with running Taste of Polonia. Well, so it started when we were in, it actually, Nick started doing it freshman year in college because like the day we moved into the dorms, he was like, yeah, hey, I'm going to go run this festival. Do you want to help? And I was like, um, absolutely not. And then next year, he was like, hey, I really need your help to run this festival. Like, can you come help me? So we started doing um, admission tickets, food tickets. Drink tickets. Food and drink tickets. Parking lots, um, checking IDs and stuff, and, like, a ton of other stuff. Like, all of the frontline things. Like, the only thing we didn't do was, like, cook the food for you because that's a specific vendor. And then... That's about it because we've booked bands in the past. We've done everything. Oh, um, is that is that how the sleepers ended up playing Taste of Polonia? Are you jumping ahead? <laughs> it's a little teaser. So funny story number one would be Anthony, my brother. Uh, we needed help one year, and he was helping us run the parking lots. First day, um, he was like a Tetris whiz, and like got the most cars we've ever had in the parking lot ever. Do you you know who you should have hired? Who? Mattis. Uh, Sure, but she was probably like 12 at the time. Um, That was the height of her Tetris fiending. (laughs) The Tetris friends. Yeah. Um, But so he had like all these cars and blah, blah, blah. Well, Saturday was like kind of a zoo, and he was like running around like a madman, like parking all these cars, blah, blah, blah. And Anthony's thing was like, hey – these cars have to come in and they have to park in this specific spot. So like I have to escort them to where they're parking. Like you can't just have people pull in the parking lot and park wherever they want. And so he was like escorting these cars in and some kid was like collecting the money and like letting people in. And Anthony like flipped out on this kid and told him to leave and was just get out of my parking lot. I'm handling this. Like you can't just have cars coming in whenever you want. Like you have to control where they're parking. And he made this guy like get back in his car and repark his car. (laughs) Well, then one day, like the next day, Anthony went to the bathroom and ruling the parking lot with an iron fist. He gave the kids like specific instructions where to park the cars for like the 10 minutes while he was gone. And they came, they like parked 10, cars and fucked everything up and he was just like freaking out to me and it was just one of those where i had to like sit him down and i'm like dude it it's doesn't it's gonna be matter. fine like my number one thing here is that you're not stealing the money <laughs> i know you're not stealing the money so like you've done your job are you letting cars park here like will you get full eventually yes you're not stealing the money then you've done your job yeah. like that's all Nailed I care it. about um but that was the year the parking lots made the most money is when anthony well he ran one parking lot one year and then next year we had him like supervise all the lots <laughs> and that was the year the parking lots made the most money yeah put douche in charge We also had, so a ton of people, like, a ton of weirdos come to Taste of Polonia. (laughs) No, really? There's this one lady that comes to mind. She's, like, 80 years old. Um, She always wears a white shirt and doesn't wear a bra, and it's disgusting. Yikes. Um, And (laughs) she always comes on Sunday and... Sunday we open at noon, but there's a mass inside of the theater at like 11. And so she always comes at like 11.15 and like questions us if there's a mass. And we're like, yeah, it's going on right now. Like, do you want to come in for free now? And she was like, well, what happens when it ends? I was like, hey, when it ends, 
you can just stay in and we won't tell anybody about that. And she was like, well, what if I want to come in now? And what if I, w- I don't want to go to mass? And I was like, that's not allowed. You can come in now and you can go to mass and get in for free. Or you can wait until noon when we open and pay five bucks to get in. And she like mulls it over every, this happens so every she, Sunday. She has to mull it over every year. I, I don't know if she, I want to go into she mass it and over not for pay like $5 for 15 minutes. Cause I don't think she's religious. And she's like, I want to get in for free while you're letting people in. But like, I don't want to go to, mass and i was like well like you can only do one or the other you can't do you can't have it your way you Um, cannot this you cannot this so she eventually decides every year to not go to mass and to wait and then like huffs and puffs for 30 minutes until we open like if standing there's like are you guys almost open and i was like lady it's eleven thirty-five. Like it's twelve o'clock. It's been twelve o'clock every year. Yeah, as you know, uh, we've had the conversation. I can pick her out from a line. It's the same lady every year. I can pick her up from the lineup right now, especially because she's not. She's wearing a white shirt and she's not wearing a bra, so like she'll stand out like a sore thumb. Um, but that's one of the wackos. Um, along with her, when she she gets the crowd all riled up by like huffing and puffing on Sunday because like people leave mass at like 11:55 so like we let them in the they're in, they're it's 5 minutes early yeah, so let she, me in she points it out and all the other people are like yeah they are in there how did they get in and we're like guys this is the gate can you wait 5 fucking minutes like there are cars driving around in here until noon so we can't let you in it's a safety issue not a big deal I'm trying to keep these people alive but whatever i'm just going to sidebar here real quick cuz victor literally just texted me and he said, I've been listening to the podcast all day while I'm on OT. <laughs> and I'm not going to say what he does. I don't know if he wants that known, but he's working right now. And uh, yeah, so shout out to Vic and shout out to Vic's dad, who's also a fan. Uh, Vic and Vic's dad, can you guys please leave us a review? <laughs> tell us. That uh, leave us a five-star rating and review. Tell, tell, us, it- tell us what we already know, that we're the best podcast you've never heard of. No, you have to leave us five stars and leave us a review. They're two separate things. But just tell us that you like when we mention you by name on the podcast. Yeah. Here's your shout-out. Now give us a review. Yeah. Um, then there is Cat Guy. <laughs> and back to Taste of Polonia. So Cat Guy, so there are no animals allowed inside Taste of Polonia unless you have, like, professional service dog documentation. Not, like, Does he have a service? Dog. Have we talked about my hatred for service animals and we fake have service not. animals? So get into that. Uh, well, I mean, it's just... It's fake. It's fake it's, ones. It's, it's not fake. real ones. It's, yeah, fake. Fake, ones. it's fake. Yeah, fake service animals. Is It's ridiculous. And, like, people on flights, I just saw an article a couple of days ago, that uh, I think it was United said it's uh, they approved miniature horses as f- fucking s- support animals. That's absurd. Can you imagine going into a plane and like what you know you you everyone does it. You're walking down the aisle and you're like looking at your ticket. You're like all right twenty two. And you're like looking, counting to like figure out like, okay, 22. Am I with some like guy who's going to need the fucking seatbelt extender? (laughs) What am I, what am I getting into here? Can you just imagine you come around the fucking thing and there's a miniature horse fucking sitting there? I would have a meltdown. There are enough barnyard animals who already fly. We don't need an actual barnyard exactly. animal on the plane. The, yeah, like the fucking the family that eats the <laughs> Gold Coast dogs. Yeah. I'd rather aggressively sit next to them Midwestern than a fucking horse. Yeah, that yeah, like that's it's a guarantee the horse is going to shit on the floor. Okay, fun fact. Mini horses are notoriously inbred and they snap constantly. Yeah. And it's going to piss all over the place. 
It's but a the fucking same, barnyard animal. It shouldn't be on an airplane. The same people who have mini horses are the same people who are like, oh, no, pit bulls are dangerous animals. <laughs> but they have something that, like, even if it's a mini horse, it can fucking bite you open. Yeah, or kick the shit out of you. That, too. But, yeah, could you imagine walking down the aisle and there being a horse shit in the middle? <laughs> because that's the problem with service dog animals. The service dog animals are, like, well-trained. So, like, they're able to hold it. Like, when you tell them to go to the bathroom, they will go to the bathroom. Like, so that's what they're trained to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to have an accident. And, like, if they do, they let you know, like, well in advance. Like, they're very well-trained in that aspect. These other, like, therapy dogs and stuff, like, that's how you know they're not and like they're not professionally trained is because they're the ones who like just fucking piss all over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, uh, it's yeah. People are getting ridiculous. There was a, there was another article. Someone tried to have a fucking emotional support peacock. Like the fuck out of here. What are you doing? Oh God. Um, sorry. I'm getting sidetracked. I'm getting social security. Or I'm getting taste of Polonia stories texted to me right now. Oh, and it's like and it's throwing it, yeah, me off. It, it's ha- okay. So all right, cat guy. Oh, cat guy. Cat okay, guy. so cat guy is another guy who comes every year, and we never spot him until it's too late because <laughs> you're not allowed to bring in any animals that aren't like service animals. Um, so cat guy wears his cat as an accessory. Oh. He, I'm going to be able to post I got a week to figure out like the pictures because I have pictures. Um, (laughs) They, he wears it like across his shoulder and neck. So it looks like he's wearing like like, a a fox thing. No, like, like a fox skin or something, except it's a live cat. And the cat just like chills on his shoulder. And like, I feel bad asking him to leave every time because I'm like, hey, like, I know you paid to get in. Like, here's a refund and like, here's some food tickets to like come back later. But you have to leave your cat at home. I know he doesn't leave your shoulder because I've seen you here every year, but like you can't bring your cat in. Yeah. And it's like, at what point it's like, dude, we have this conversation every year. He's never, it's never a hassle. Like he's always just like, yeah, no problem. Whatever. I think he just knows that like, I feel bad doing it, and so I give him like free tickets. And so, oh, like, so he's just gaming. I'm just gonna system. come. I'm just gonna come back. With like my I'll family. bring. I'll bring my cat. I'll. <laughs> I'll get kicked out. Get some free drink tickets, and then come back. Exactly. Uh, whatever. That, that actually respect. Yeah, you can't hassle that guy for that one. Um, let's see. Uh, while you're looking at that, that I could. There's a. Uh, there's a guy. In, or well, I don't know if he's still alive, but there used to be a guy in Iron Mountain, Michigan. Uh, named Cat Piss Man. He was. Uh, <laughs> Care to elaborate on that one? A, not really. I mean, he was just like a, uh, you know, a local drifter, if you will, transient. He lived in an abandoned house on Heroin Hill, and uh, he was he was a Heroin Hill. Yeah, he was a fan of the heroin, and he smelled like cat piss. And you would see him at the gas station sometimes. That's disgusting. So shout out to Cat Piss Man. Oh, that like, I shout can... out to Dos, our, our number one fan. I've never met Cat Piss Man, but I can tell you I can smell him like right now. It's in my nostrils. Yeah. Um, Pungent. 
this is a good story for our law enforcement listeners. Um, so Taste Polonia serves a lot of Polish beer, and we didn't get to have our craft. Stowski, number one. We did the king of beers. We didn't get to. Um, oh no, sorry. The the tagline for Stowski, which is has been sold now, they don't exist. It's Stowski, the new king. <laughs> um, the Polish beer is like notoriously higher alcohol volume than like a regular Bud Light or something. And so people come and get fucking hammered on this beer and like don't think about it. Um, well, this one guy got hammered and tried to rush the stage at one of the, the stages. And who was playing? Was it Rick Sacito? It was a Polish band. Rick Sacito doesn't play at night. This happened at night. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, we, we all know he starts 30 minutes before the yeah, gates open. Yeah, he only plays at high noon. Um, he jumped the state or jumped the, the barrier. One of the cops tackled him and they were like dragging him behind the stage to like beat the shit out of him, because... arrest him or whatever. <laughs> um, and like while doing that, he grabbed one of the cops guns and like they got it out of his hands like instantly and then dragged this guy out. I mean like he was handcuffed and he was being dragged out. They throw him in the paddy wagon and like four cops hop in with him. And like we're, <laughs> I'm standing there like watching this all go if down. The van's are like, rocking. Don't come a knocking. This van was like coming off. Like the wheels were bouncing. <laughs> they open up the door. The guy is laying on the floor and there is just blood all over all the sides of the inside of this pack. Allegedly. <laughs> this is all legend. And I swear to you, with my own eyes, I allegedly saw <laughs> blood all over the inside of this paddy wagon. Like, this guy got the shit beat out of him. <laughs> and I was like, what's, ha- what's going to happen now? And they're like, I don't know. Like, we might just cut the guy loose. <laughs> So they, the paddy wagon disappeared, and like that was that. But the paddy wagon disappeared, and they just dump trucked him in an alley. I think on they the way back to the station. So basically, like we work. There's a so we have. Um, there are a ton of uniform cops that are like paid. Like we pay for extra um, units to like walk the festival throughout yeah. the evening. You know, supervision like a, and whatnot. A police presence, and then we also hire private security who is off-duty Chicago cops. Um, so, like, you're talking with a bunch of them, blah, blah, and you're asking them all these questions over the years. And basically what they said, they're like, yeah, so basically we'll have a talk with the guy and we'll ask him how upset he is that he got the shit kicked out of him. And if he's like, yeah, I think we're square now, like, I'll never do it again, we let him go. But if he starts getting, like, antsy, then we charge him with, like, um, all the things that he did. Yeah. <laughs> and so they give him the chance to walk away, uh, but if he doesn't, then that's that. Uh, all of that is alleged. Um, so <laughs> we've talked about this guy before on the podcast. We should just put a disclaimer at the beginning. <laughs> well, this whole podcast is alleged. Like, that's... We're we're on that the alleged episode, the alleged <laughs> taste of Polonia episode, right? Are we clear? Is this all allegedly? <laughs> we'll, we'll put a disclaimer at the beginning. Okay, if you're playing this in court, you have to just first off, I want to say hi to future Ray. <laughs> this is from past Ray, um, but this whole episode is alleged, as are all of our previous episodes and future episodes, unless we specifically state that it's not alleged. Correct. And if we're playing this in court, I object. <laughs> uh, sustained. <laughs> Uh, this next guy we've talked about before. Permission to point. approach the bench. Permission denied. <laughs> PJ, if you object again, you'll be in contempt of court. 
Uh, you're welcome, Your Honor. Um, this <laughs> next guy is named that guy, Joey That Guy, who, PJ, he's your favorite guy. He is? The guy in... F- Guy Fieri impersonator, Joey That Guy. Oh, that's him? Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of his. I'm not a big fan of Guy Fieri's. <laughs> so this guy used to come to Taste of Polonia and just, like, hang out. Like, him and his lookalike buddies. Because I remember someone was like, oh, Mike Dick is here. And I was like, what? Where? And so I was, like, walking around trying to find him. Turns out there was a Mike Dicka impersonator. And it was, like, terrible. And, they're, and he's buddies with... Joey, that guy. They're all friends. They they go to like look alike conventions and stuff. Do do, I mean this is sort of jumping ahead, but are they friends with Canhead too? They're friends. Okay, Joey, that guy, and Canhead also come to Taste every year. They are for sure friends because I've seen them together at like Cubs games, like inside the stadium and stuff. So like nobody bought them tickets to come with them. Yeah, no, they um they plan that on their own. Which by the way, if I'm ever at another bachelor party in Chicago, can someone remind me to book Joey that guy to come to the bachelor party if it's in Chicago? Hey Ray, if you're uh, having a bachelor party in Chicago, remember to book Joey that guy for the for the party if it's in Chicago. I hope they're playing this in court. <laughs> <laughs> um so they usually come and walk around, blah, blah, blah. Well, Joey, that guy last year stepped it up a game. His step got some stage time game and booked a tent next to the stage. That's incredible. And Was he his, just like take a picture with me for like two bucks or something. No, he just is he like, just, or he just wanted to have his own space. Adver- <laughs> he's advertising his lookalike business, but he also runs like, a wannabe barbecue business. So like you can get a Guy Fieri impersonator to come to your party and like barbecue for you. You should definitely book that for the, the next Chicago bachelor party. Have him come cook. Um, so your birthday party is going to be at Arlington. Possibly. If it's not, can it just be here and you book him? <laughs> Yeah. At the 69th parallel, and we'll be like, oh, this is what we do for PJ's birthday every year. We always record, and like you're yeah. here, so why don't you record we with us? We always have a podcast episode, so you might as well be on it. And we'll just grill him for I wonder, it, Yeah, I wonder if we could just book him and like book him for an appearance, but his appearance is on the podcast, and we won't tell him until he gets here. We can 100% do that. We can also get people to like give us a shout-out on Cameo. If we wanted to do that, shout out Marissa Lucchese's cameo. Go yeah. get her a cameo. Tell her IHIBW sent you. Yeah, you won't get any discounts or anything, but you know, tell her tell her we sent you anyway. Yeah, um, Joey, that guy Canhead sucks. Um, I don't. I'm, and he's always he's like any event in Chicago, he's there. He's wearing that because like dumb Canhead jersey. They all rent themselves out for parties. And so, like, people see them at these fests, and, like, he hands out a business card. It's like, oh, check out my website. And people are like, wait, you actually, like, charge to come places? Yeah, so that's that's what I was going to say. Like, I mean, I can kind of get, like, Joey, that guy, come, like... It. He at least is a lookalike. Yeah, he does actually look like him, but then he also, like, takes it one step farther and is like, I'm going to lean into looking like a celebrity chef, and I'm also going to offer barbecuing at your function, too, like... What the hell is Canhead going to do? He's going to show up and like stick shit to his head? <laughs> That's the best thing about 
like Joey that guy is that like all right he already lo- he looks like Guy Fieri whatever that's one thing but like he's doubling down and like has a business that he can do out of it like more than just looking yeah, like exactly so what he'll provide you with the service can guy can guy doesn't look like anyone actually I kind of want to like book them and see how far we can go with can guy. <laughs> <laughs> what can we stick on your head and take pictures of. <laughs> That's when we Amazon for like some a monster sort of black dildo, a metal dildo, and see if we can stick it on his head. Um, okay, so I met. This... Don't worry, this is only gently used. Do you have anything more about those two turds? I mean, Canhead has his own jersey, which is absurd. But anyway, yeah. Um, also, so... is this this next one actually Him. happened? Yeah. So this Fuck. next guy, I didn't know who he was at the time. But he was like walking in. Also, celebrity. Speaking of celebrity chefs, well, yeah, they sent their like producer or something coming up, and he was like, "Oh, hey, um, I have this guy Action Bronson coming in. We're filming a show for Vice, blah blah blah." And oh, I was like, "Hold on, hold delicious. on." I was like, "What is this show?" And they said, "Fuck, fuck that's, that's delicious. delicious." And I was like, "Wait, what channel is this on?" And he was like, "It's on Vice." And I was like, "Who?" And he was like, "Action Bronson." And I'm like. Okay, I think I've like heard people post about him before, but I didn't know who he was. Um, and then Troy was like, "Oh no, no, no! Like you guys are good. Like come on in. Like come on in." <laughs> and so like we meet this guy, and I was like, "Okay, who? Like this guy's just like a celebrity chef or something?" And Troy's like, "No, oh he's no, like no, a no, no, rapper. No. Yeah, so he's a rapper. He's this big fatso guy who's like a rapper, and then he also has like a bunch of like cooking shows and food shows. About yeah, because he, high I eating. think." I don't know the timeline specifically, but I think before he became a, a rapist, he was uh, he was a chef. He was like a chef. Okay, yeah, because like I watched this one Taste of Bologna episode. Um, which are you looking up to see which one it is? Because it was on a streaming service. Um, oh, was it? Yeah. Uh, no. Well, here um, we can. I'll look at it right now. But here's here's some action, Bronson. Ride the Harley into the sunset. There we go. Ride the Harley into the sunset. I mean, it sounds like rap, just repeating the same stuff. Okay. He's a rapper. Yeah. Okay, we get it. We'll we'll edit. Did that. you find? Did you find? We'll which edit episode? that down. Uh, so I'm on the Wikipedia page right now, trying to pull to, to uh, let's see. Uh, what? When was it? Five or six years ago. Mm, so probably. Action stops in DC. So I remember telling Troy, I was like, "Hey." I don't know this guy, so like, let me know when this episode airs. And then he sent me like a picture of it, and then this was like before streaming was big. And he was like, "Yeah, it just aired." Blah blah. blah. I couldn't find it, and then I found it like a year ago. Um. Okay, season two, episode eleven. Everybody loves Chicago. The cast of Fuck That's Delicious indulges in all of Chicago's culinary offerings. Uh, they hit up everything from Michelin-starred restaurants to Polish festivals. There you go. Boom. And that was when I met some guy I've never heard of and never really felt the need to go check out his catalog. He's also on Hot Ones. I I mean, watching his show was kind of hard for me because he's hard to listen to. And that's coming from someone who hates the sound of their own voice and thinks they're hard to listen to. So, Well, um. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's he wasn't like I thought he was funny. It just yeah, like, he's he's pretty funny. He's an interesting character for sure. Yeah. Um, so if you like weed and you like food and you like fat people, watch Fat Fuck That's Delicious and Beards. What was it uh, on? Did you find out what stream it was on? 
Uh, no, that was just on the Wikipedia I got page. You. Hang on. Uh, I'm sure it's I, it's on Vice. It's just, it's probably on the Vice YouTube channel. Anybody? Do people still use YouTube? <laughs> yeah. We dedicated an entire episode to YouTube. Well, yeah. Uh, it's on Hulu. Season one season is on Hulu. Um, there are only three seasons of the show. Yes. So you have a one in three chance that it's the right season. <laughs> yeah. Season two, episode 11. Everybody loves Chicago. Um, are you still pulling that up? Uh, do you want to? You can buy it on Amazon, Google Play, iTunes, or Vudu for $1.99. I'm not in it, by the way. You don't see me. Um, so. <laughs> We're just going way too in-depth on it. <laughs> uh, Especially for something that doesn't even feature any of us. But uh, check it out. <laughs> Shout out Taste of Polonia. So this next section is a lot of political candidates come to taste the polonia because um, shake the hands kiss the babies yeah kissing babies and get the polish know. vote in chicago that's what it is so like basically like this is their way to get like a ton of coverage on a ton of polish tv shows and stuff um or radio so they come to taste polonia blah 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 um the most famous politician i don't know if he's like the most famous by name but he's like the most accomplished i guess newt gingrich came to speak right before um this was 20 the summer of 2015 or the summer of 2016 it had to be 2015 did he, he was, do the uh, 11 a.m mass on no, sunday no he did not um but he's some super fucking like crazy guy like that where he's like oh, i have to go to church eight times a week <laughs> um but i met him because he was like running for president at the time, turns out he had to bail, but ended up losing to Donald Trump. <laughs> so that's something to put on your resume. Um, Take an L, dog. <laughs> and then met his wife. Let's see, what's her name? Callista, who looks kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, she, she she kind of looks like a robot, maybe. Yeah, so she... How old is she? She's, she's, a, she's a lizard holy person. Holy shit, she's 53, but she looks like she's 70. She's a lizard person. She's one of those who you're just like, yeah, she looks great for 70, but when you find out she's 53, you're like, I Yikes. don't know. Um, she's 53, and do you care to guess how old Newt is? Mind you, it's his one, two, third wife. Third, yeah, isn't he actually like 70-something? 70 76. Yeah. So I guess, uh, yeah, I don't know. She looks age appropriate. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, they look the same age. Nailed it. <laughs> um, all right, what else we got here? Oh, met Rob Blagojevich. Um, <sighs> the least cool guy named Rod. They, they, were, <laughs> they were calling us and we're like, yeah, he wants to come, blah, blah, blah. And we're like. Uh, yeah, okay, I guess. Tell them we're busy. And they kept, like, on Saturday, they called us a thousand times to let us know that, like, he's delayed, he's delayed, he's delayed, and then he wasn't coming, and we're like, okay, that's fine. And then on Sunday, like, they kept calling us again, and we're like, dude, we don't care. Like, if he comes, he comes. If he doesn't, we don't care. Stop calling us. And, like, once we said that, he showed up, like, 20 minutes later. <laughs> um, and then he went, like, he wanted to speak on stage, so, like, he got to like interrupt one of the bands and then got booed off the stage and booed out of taste of Bologna. That's incredible. What, that, ba- what ba- did he interrupt? Like uh, it was a daytime band. So like it wasn't, it was a cover band. So like was it wasn't it Rick anybody. It was not he Rick. would not have stood for that. Rick Sacito does not play on Sunday. 
Rick Sacito plays on the last day, and we're going to get to him. But Rod Blagojevich Was got, it a Polish band? He got booed out of Taste of Polonia and then went on to get convicted or arrested and convicted later, like with, within 12 months of everything he did. That's um, not alleged. Yeah, that's, that's for real. Um, we also met like Bruce Rauner. Like pretty much every governor comes all yeah. the time. They come at least once once they're elected and then we'll come if it's like another election year or something yeah election um, year. put in the put in the FaceTime. yeah then um obama was supposed to come when he was president is he polish <laughs> he might be um <laughs> people say that he's everything um but he never came that would have been the biggest what well, a uh, sitting president comes new gingrich would like they're like oh he might be president and i was like when like no way will this guy ever be president like you meet people and you're just like dude you don't have yeah. it that guy does not i'm i might be president too exactly like i think i'm more qualified and i'm not even of age to be president um Let's see. I always love the super conservative guys who are like they're fighting about all these super right wing things and then get divorced a million times and cheat on their <laughs> wife like constantly um, and have like a thousand abortions with their mistresses. Allegedly, more, that's more of a do as I say, not as I do type situation. Exactly. Um, then speaking of people who I don't know, um, all these Polish bands show up and like they spend like 10 grand to get these bands to come to fly in. They pay them 10 grand, but then they also pay for their airfare hotel and like per diem for them to come and play like two or three shows over the weekend. Seriously? Yeah. So like they come to us to get paid and stuff. And like, I'm just like bullshitting with like the manager is dealing with the accountant and I'm just like bullshitting with like other people. And like, we're just talking, shooting the shit, whatever. Um, and then they leave and, some of the other Polish people who work there are like, oh, my God, how was so-and-so? I'm like, who? Who? And they're like, yeah, the guy you were talking to. I'm like, I don't know. Like, he was a nice guy. And they're like, oh, my God, he's only, like, the most accomplished Polish music- musician of all time. And I was like, well, he was nice and didn't mention it once, so I appreciated that. Approved. Yeah. Um, then we met Candy Girl. This was not... Taste of Polonia. This was technically Mayufka, which is like the Polish Independence Festival, which happens like May 5th or something around that time. I think that's the Polish holiday. Around that time. Yeah. Um, so we were talking to her and like just again, like just bullshitting while the, the manager is like sorting all the details. Yeah. And then they leave and I was someone was like, oh, how was talking to Candy Girl? And I was like, wait, is that her name? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's a real name. Like her staging, whatever. Um, and they're like, yeah, she's like the Polish Lady Gaga. And I was like, I don't think she's the Polish lady. And this was like hot off of like just dance and stuff when Lady Gaga was like dressing very weirdly and very stuff. Very straight, yeah. And I was like, no, this girl is more dressing like a like Britney Spears thing. Like she's not like so she dressing like a head. wacko. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of wackos. <laughs> okay, do we want to get into your boyfriend? Uh, the Polish bands that people uh, get pumped about and get ten thousand bucks. No, the next guy on the dock. <laughs> I don't know if he's your boyfriend or like your like number one guy you want to meet. Uh, neither. It's just it's just really fun to bring up Rick Sacito before he gets before we get to him in the thing and you just stop jumping ahead. Well, because Rick Sacito is like the most ridiculous part of Taste of Polonia. He I think that's why I like him because he's ridiculous. He does. We won't let him play anymore. 
He just like he keeps asking for too much shit every year. Like the first year he played, it was fine. Like he, okay. Rick Sacito is an Elvis impersonator. And, like, if that's your job, you're a weird guy. Like, we'll just start with that. Like, you're a weird breed, but whatever. Um, he's booked for two hours, and he his band plays for 15 or 20 minutes of, like, n- instrumental music only. Um, but... Instead of starting at noon, like he's booked, like he's booked to, he starts at eleven thirty before we open the gates. So you have all these. Okay, if Elvis impersonators are weird, people who go to see Elvis impersonators are even weirder. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, because there's like there's actually a market for people who like people want to go see an Elvis impersonator, like. That's so weird. Like, why? It doesn't make any sense. I I don't get it, but, like, whatever. Like, it's fine, but don't be weird about it. So he starts playing at, like, 1130, and these people, like the lady with no bra and stuff like that, our Len Cat (laughs) guy, are trying to, like, break down the walls to get through and, like, bust open the gates. Well, because he starts playing before the gates open. Exactly. It's closed, and we're like, you can't come in. And they're like, but we're missing him. And I'm like, you're not missing anything because he's not going to go on stage until well after you've gotten your seat. Yeah. Music is just playing right now. He knows his audience is all 65-plus, so he's going to give you guys time. And most of these people, like, bring their own chairs, and we're like, no, you can't bring them in, blah, blah, blah. And then they, like bike lock them to the like to the <laughs> fence along the way they're a, they're like aluminum foldable chairs but then they do something better like so they'll go see rick Sacito and like sit down and watch him play whatever after they just drag the chair around the festival and just like sit down whenever they need to sit down. would they steal a festival chair they take for it from the, day, the stage and just like walk drag it around, around and they like go go get some food and like sit down and set their chair up next to the vendor like all right, let's get some food. It's insane. But so you'll see people like dragging chairs behind them. Um, so Rick Sacito starts playing at 1130. We open the gates and it's like opening a dam. People are <laughs> Just running. You've never seen, in. You've never seen the elderly move this fast in your life. <laughs> and so they start like working their way in and like they all sit down. Well, jokes on them because like at noon is when his backup dancers come on and they start singing other songs from the time, non Elvis songs. Can we um, talk about the fact that an Elvis impersonator has backup dancers? He has backup dancers and a full band. Yeah, it's insane. Um, so he eventually comes on at like twelve fifteen or twelve twenty, and then plays for like an hour, and then that's it. Uh, Rick Sacito does not play on Sunday. <laughs> he only plays on Monday, and he has to play at noon because this guy's a fucking dickhead. Um, then he comes in, and we have the contract, and it's like you're supposed to get X amount of money, and X amount comes cash. X amount is made out to like this person who's like part of this band or whatever, and then X amount is made out to Rick Sacito. Um, every year he comes in, and it's just like, yeah, no, I think we're going to change it. We're, we're just going to get all cash and we're like mm, no you're not because these one person is getting cash because they asked for it the rest is getting checks 
because that's how the contract states. And he was like, okay, well, what about like if you just give me cash and you give the other people checks? And we're like, dude, we're doing it per the contract. Like we're not just like making this up as we go. It's not a fly by night operation. Exactly. And so then he starts arguing, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, if you're going to pay me by check, I need to get paid more. And we're like, dude, not only did like, we use your contract. Like, it's not our contract. It's your contract. You, we're the one you dealt with. Like, you, we didn't deal with Rick Sacito's manager. We dealt with you, you fucking asshole. <laughs> like, you're the one who wrote the contract, and now you want to, like, change. One. He's just being, like, a diva to be a diva. Um, and, and that's why Rick Sacito is no longer welcome. Well, then next year, he, before he, like, so we're trying to set up and stuff. And he comes in and he was like, hey, I need to talk to the boss. And I'm like, Rick, what do you need? <laughs> and he was like, no, it's about money. And I was like, what about money? <laughs> and he was like, I'm not getting paid enough. And so I just called the boss and I was like, hey, Rick Sacito's here, claims he's not getting paid enough, even though he signed the contract we sent over to him like four months ago. And he was just like, okay, I'll be right there. <laughs> Rick Sacito's like, hey, I'm not getting paid enough. And he was like, well, you can get paid what you signed on to get paid, <laughs> or you can get paid nothing and not go on. <laughs> and he was like, you really not going to let me play when you have all those people waiting outside? We looked outside. There were like 15 people waiting <laughs> outside. And we're like, Rick. You can play and get paid what you signed to get paid, or you can not play and not get paid any money. So that's up to you. So we ended up playing. And then next year, the year after we had him play one more time, he came in with his son. Um, and like I was just like talking to his son. Rick Sacito Jr.? I don't know. Uh, his son, Dick Sacito. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so like we're talking. And a week later, I go to like the first class of the year at DePaul and who walks into the class with Troy and I but Rick Sacito's son Rick Sacito Jr. Dick Sacito can we talk about this next one we kind of touched about it do you have any other Rick Sacito questions while we're on the top on the subject no I'll, I'll sprinkle, were you them. Trying I'll to sprinkle look, them in later were you trying to look him up is that what you were doing uh yeah I actually found a uh yeah it says Rick Sacito live in the ghetto at Great Oaks 219 2011 is she like the bartender no, talking shit? No ban, no ban. <laughs> it's only 32 seconds long. Oh, he's got some hot dance moves. Okay, you cannot argue that Rick Sacito is not talented. He has talent. He does. He he, I was going to say he, he does. So, he does sound good, but and that's probably why he doesn't have a backup band in 2011. Because in 2009, he like kept trying to up the ante, and then eventually we're like, we're not going to book you anymore. Yeah, yeah, and trying to be like, oh, well, just uh, pay them with check. Give me well, that. yeah, he was like, no, fuck that. And we're like, over, yeah. no, that's no not how it goes. He's yeah. singing by himself now. Well, and then was just like, I'm going to put the screws to these guys and tell them that I'm not going to play. And then so we're just calling his bluff, saying like, okay, that's fine, don't play. And then his band would be the one getting fucked over. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what Rick Sacito does for a job. He has to have a job. Yeah, probably. Could you imagine if like you had like an issue with like the pipes in your house and like you called the plumber and Rick Sacito showed up? <laughs> Sacito Plumbing Incorporated. <Yeah. 
He shows up 30 minutes before his appointment. <laughs> no, he sends, plays like, music in his he, van. He sends his helper in first to like do nothing for a half hour. Yeah, just talk to you. Um, we talked about this on episode three, producer Pete episode, my personal favorite episode of when he did IHIPW. community service at, at the uh, Taste of Polonia. Yeah, so Peter needed to do community service, so we had him do Taste of Polonia, and all he did was just get hammered and allegedly get hammered while being under 21 and get paid, um, which was against the rules of his community service. Allegedly. It's all paid. alleged. Yeah. Um, that was also the same year that we booked The Sleepers. Which is like my we're the sleepers from Chicago. Keep it down. Also mentioned when on episode forty, I can't fucking talk today. Episode forty, when I talked about cowboy song, and I asked him if that was did, yes. they, did they write that Correct. song. Um, so we were in charge of booking one stage of bands or whatever. Um, well we just decided we're like okay what's our budget per band and they're like you can pay up to two thousand dollars for one band up to one thousand dollars for another band and like up to 500 for another band i was like hey whatever i just called tony man i was like hey what are you doing labor day weekend he was like nothing why i was like how do you want to how would you like to play taste polonia for two thousand dollars he was like uh tell me where to sign <laughs> and then i was like hey do you know anybody who wants but to then play? wait but then did he show up uh <laughs> and then demand more money. No, Tony Mano is a man of his word. First off, he knew that they were getting paid more than they should have. So he was like, hey, not going to rock the boat here. Rick Sacito, take some fucking notes. When someone's paying you more than you should be paid, don't rock the boat. Yes. Then I was like, hey, do you know anybody who wants to play for $1,000? And he was like, yeah, how many band names do you want? <laughs> Um, that was also the year you came to see them play and then just ate a bunch of corn. Yes, because corn from any sort of festival is the best thing ever. It's always the same operation. They have that big like <laughs> cooker deal and then they have a giant vat of butter that they dip the corn in and it's incredible. Would it shock you to believe that that was the only year we had the corn guy there? Well, I, I mean, I don't know why you would only have that there one year. He didn't make enough money, so he like just didn't want to come back anymore. Oh, maybe it was because you gave me a bunch of free tickets. Well, that doesn't come out of his pocket, though, because he like that comes out of how, yeah, the Yeah, actually, of how, do, how do people get paid? Okay, Does, so... Like, is it per... Do they, like, turn in their tickets? What's the... So how it worked out, and we've since changed it because it, it turns into quite the hassle. Um, we would charge PJ's Restaurant Incorporated like $1,000 for a food tent, and then we get anywhere between 10 to 20% of your total food sales, and that's why we use food tickets. So <laughs> basically what happens is like you go to Taste Polonia, Go to the food ticket booth, give you $20 in cash, and you get $20 in food tickets. You go to PJ's tent and pay $10 for 10 years of corn. We give you $10 in food tickets. Then at the end of the festival, like usually Tuesday or Wednesday the next day, we come in, you count all your tickets, we give you the total, we take 20%, and we pay you the 80%. So that's how it happens. We've changed it in the coming years because it's such a fucking hassle those last weeks yeah to have people get every all this shit like counted yeah well it's hard because like we want to weigh it but they're soaked in grease or they're they're wet like we can't weigh it so we have to count them and um basically what, what we do now is just charge people more money 
to buy a tent, and then they can take cash for food. We just do it for beer. That's it. Oh, so now you just do okay. That yeah, that that seems like a good system. It's a lot easier, but it's a lot harder because we're prepared running change to the booths like singles, fives, like whatever you need. A lot of these vendors don't understand that like if you price everything at like $3, $7, $13, like whatever, you need a shitload of fucking singles and fives and like they don't bring them. And so a lot of times they either ask us for change and we don't have it because we weren't prepared because we weren't, it wasn't our job to do it. Yeah. Um, or they end up like having to change the price of stuff and they're like, okay, instead of one ear of corn, you get one ear of corn and four pierogies for $5. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which, but, that's a great deal, by the way. Yeah, nobody serves corn there anymore, though. That's the problem. Well, then I, I will not be there. Um, what else? Peter, community also, service. Also, I'll be camping. Um, there is a famous doctor who lives in a southern state <laughs> who allegedly in college worked Taste of Bologna with us and got fucking hammered in the booth. Allegedly. His booth was supposed to stay open till te- like nine forty five. I was walking. Was he just taking tickets? He was or doing beer tickets. Or- beer tickets. Oh. I was walking by his booth at like eight p.m. and I saw just an arm outside of the <laughs> mouth hole, like <laughs> trying to grab at someone. And I like run over and I was like, "What? <laughs> oh my god!" I'm like, "Get out! Just get out! You're done. Just go sit inside." <laughs> Why was he trying to grab someone? Uh, They were forgetting change or he had a question or something. It wasn't a malicious intent. No, it was just like... I saw him trying to grab... It was just like instead of being like, hey, excuse me, excuse me. It was like, ah. It's hard. It's really loud. So like if if they're not right in front of you, they can't hear you. And so that's why he was reaching to grab them, which again, it's fine in hindsight. But I was like, dude you are maybe the drunkest person in this festival, which having worked it for a couple of years usually does not end well for that person. So why don't I just get you out of this booth right yeah, now? See the guy that got his allegedly got beat up in the well, not only that, the paddy usually, wagon. Usually what happens is like these dudes get too tuned up and fight the cops when they're trying to be like, hey, you need to leave. And they're like, no, I don't. And then like an argument ensues and like, if you want to roughhouse these Chicago cops, like they'll play with you if you want. Mm-hmm. Like they'll they'll have a little fun and like they drag these dudes out. Um, okay, Troy sent me about where is it? Um, oh yeah, I forgot you can do that. There are a bunch of biker gangs that come but like they're they're not they're, i'm sorry they're motorcycle clubs they're definitely not gangs um but like they show up and we had to put a thing with, like you're not allowed to wear your cuts anymore yeah no colors in the uh in the fairgrounds so that was also a point of contention the way the person who made the sign that said no colors um, oh God! Said the initial makeup of the sign said no colors allowed, and oh boy, I had to say I was like, "Hey, I know what you're saying, but 
if we hang that sign up, a lot of people aren't going to know what you're saying. And so, then there's going to be problems. Why don't we just say no colors and then just have a generic motorcycle cutout with a circle and a line through it? And that'll be our sign. Yes. So that worked out a little bit Add better. Add a little picture. Um, but this biker gang Kang, and I don't remember like how it got started, but like some guy bumped into him, said was insisting that the biker say he was sorry, but the biker was not in the wrong. The biker wasn't going to say sorry. The other guy was pretty drunk. Well, he didn't know that the entire biker motorcycle club like surrounded him and then went to swing at this guy. And like before he could even like land a punch, some other guy like cold cocked him Yeah, and the biker skedaddled. (laughs) Yeah, that'll happen. Um, Speaking of that side note, um, when I was at the Minnesota State Fair last year, there was a gigantic brawl in the middle of like, because literally where the State Fair is, it's like basically a town where they have it. It's they have like streets, like yeah. legit streets for the State Fair. It's huge, and like in one of the like it was a like four way intersection in the middle of it. There's this massive brawl, <laughs> and so me being me. I immediately run right up to the brawl and take my phone out and start filming it and going, world star, world star. And this girl turned around and tried to slap my phone out of my hand. And she's like, you need to stop it. And I was like, you need to fuck off. This is internet gold right now. You're ruining it. Speaking of the IHIBW intro song, that sounded exactly like you. Just I know. I that. just, I just <laughs> thought of that. Um, what else we got? So bug what box. is the what is the bug box? Uh, it was actually funny because Kristen was working it one year, and so I put her with my brother, and they were like inside the box working together. And Kristen called me and was like, "Yeah, there are like a bunch of bugs outside," and I was like, "Okay, like deal with it, like." It's fucking summer. You're outside. And then Anthony called me, and he was like, yeah, so there are a bunch of bugs outside. And I'm like, stop fucking calling me with all these bugs outside because there was, like, a bunch of shit going wrong at the time. And then I get a call, and, like, they're like, hey, like, we have to shut this booth down. There are too many bugs. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I drop everything I'm doing, and I run over there, and I see that the lights are off in the booth. And I'm like what the fuck is going on here? Like, what are you guys doing? And I walk up and there are a thousand bugs inside the booth. (laughs) Like, I don't know how it happened, but like these bugs were outside and like must've been attracted to the light and like came inside. So I had to have Matthew like go get some bug bombs. (laughs) And we just like bug bombed the booth. Why is that booth smoking? Oh, don't worry about that. But it was one of those, like, Chris is calling me, and I'm like, dude, this is such a ridiculous thing. Like, uh, yeah, no that's way. one of those things where you're just like, it, it, like this yeah, can't be it's, real. It's fine. And then Anthony called me. I'm like, dude, stop it with this shit, okay? Like, I don't have time to fuck around with you guys. I'm like, stop bothering me. And then I get another call. I'm like, okay, I need to go see what's going on. And I was like, holy shit. Um, then there was a time that the carnies, like the carnies have like a ride section and stuff. Um, there was, so like the streets closed down there and this guy tried to like drive through the festival, (laughs) like run down the gate and the carnies got out and like the carny guy is like six, six, like 300 pounds and like dragged the driver out and the driver was like hammered and he called the cops. (laughs) 
Um, Does he go by Tiny? Yeah. So Troy wanted me to specifically mention that so we could thank the Carney for his service. Shout out to the gigantic Carney named Tiny. Okay. Then there's the... Okay, first off, one of the kids in the parking lot one year got robbed because some guy was like, hey, I need you to come here behind this car, and I need to talk to you. And so the kid was like, okay, let's go behind the car and talk to you. And the guy pulled out a gun and robbed him. Um, then there were the gypsies who come every year. And Speaking of robberies. Well, they yeah, they all come in <laughs> and are like, I'm on Social Security. I can't pay. And we're like, well, you can't come in unless you pay. And they're like, but I'm on Social Security. We're like, but you need to pay. And the, we're just like, this, is a, this is a charity event, and we. We argue with them every year, and eventually they pay. Um, but it's usually the one tall guy with long hair. He comes and pays for the whole lot of the carnies. <laughs> he's, he's then they all go he's in the and like gypsy. disperse. And then they all try and like run a train on the casino inside, but we know what they're doing. <laughs> so like we watch them constantly, and they can't scam us. Um, but I don't even want to. How long have we been recording? Because I don't want to get into these Yelp reviews. This is cause like, 55 minutes right now. Okay. If you look up Taste of Polonia on Yelp, you'll see, I think they have like 16 reviews, uh, four stars on 18 reviews. Um, reviews of note. There is um, one lady. I mean, you should definitely check it out. There's some people are posting some nice pictures. From Kathy S. from Skokie. That's the said, one that I was referencing. We love Taste of Polonia. My husband's Polish, blah, blah, blah. $5 to get in for the bands, blah, blah, whatever. And posted a picture that is not at Taste of Polonia. That's, that's what I was going to point it out. Is that like some... Someone it's at some park, some random park. Like this is a picture of my uh, my husband who is Polish and enjoys taste of Polonia. Kathy S of Skokie, your <laughs> husband for reference. Your husband looks Polish. <laughs> um. Okay. Then there's this delicious other guy. and Eastern European cuisine are not two terms you typically hear together. Okay. That one. Bobby D. from oh. Chicago has left a review Wait, this... <laughs> 2013, 2014, 2015, 2017, and 2018. Uh, so this one that starts off with delicious and Eastern European cuisine are not two terms you typically hear together. This is a review from Anthony A. <laughs> oh. So How far down are you? I sorted by lowest oh. first. Oh, come on, man. That's not fun. Yeah, it is. Okay, Jeff Jeff N. from Naperville. Um, $14 for Polish plate, $7 for beers. Nowhere to sit. Not that's, true, by the way. That's because, uh, no, that's because everyone had stolen the chairs <laughs> exactly. already. He got there too late. A, a, a cha I challenge you to cut the sausage with the plastic knife they provide you. $5 to get in. Ridiculous. Would I return? No. One, two, three, four, five exclamation points. Uh, by the way, admission fests for most festivals are usually because it costs money to close down the street and to pay the bands like so that's usually where your money goes to yes. fyi so we don't want you you're you're with, on the list with rick Cicito now jeff n of naperville victoria w from horseheads new york said that five dollars is too much for this festival have which, you ever been way, to new york everything is fucking expensive as shit there four dollars just to slide down the slide lol that take it up with the carney sweetheart don't take it up with me <laughs> uh four dollars for three pierogies i could buy a bag of 30 pierogies for four dollars yeah but go they're the, fucking sh they're do the it. shitty frozen ones oh my god i hate these people um 
Oh, shout out to Mary Macaroni, who's the kid. Um, car- she's the kid stage clown who we told Cav that we wanted to book Mary Macaroni for one of the fast days at his house and just have her do balloon animals. <laughs> That'd be incredible. Um, anybody else? Francis? No. Francis? Just- I mean, there's some. Uh, Kelly J posted a picture of uh, pierogi, kielbasa, sauerkraut, sweet cheese crepe, and a cabbage roll that just looks very good. It does look good. Kelly with two E's. <laughs> yeah. K-E-L-L-E-Y-J. Oof. From West Union, West Virginia. Okay. Dan so, E. Do you look at Dan E's? No, but you missed one. Okay. Anthony A. from Chicago, Illinois. Left a one, two, three paragraph, which should have been five, um, review. And the last sentence, the headline band, Tributosaurus, did a much better job with their Tom Petty covers. They played the best rendition of Free Fallen that I've heard since it was played on the bagpipes at the funeral of a recently perished friend, parentheses, skydiving accident. (laughs) Which, by the way... What does the corpse look like on a skydiving accident? Uh, cremated? <laughs> okay, so you were going to say something else? No, or... oh, no, I was <laughs> I was just going to say like so some of this stuff like talking about the music but he still only gave them two stars like what uh, the best rendition of Free Fallen that you've heard since a funeral. Since a bagpipe <laughs> version at a funeral. And you still only give him two stars. Well, Taste Maloney has four total, which is one full star more than Chili's has. <laughs> All right. I think we're done here. Yeah. Okay. Uh... Bye, Felicia. Cheers.